I'm ready. I'll flip cars. I've got a hype video that will rival like T-Pain. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in there and I'm going to say, what's going on? Do we still have the fire that we need? How loud can you bark? How, how vicious can you bite? Get out on that field and lay it all out there. And for God's sake, win the damn game. Boom. Go dogs. That is Donna celebrating now a playoff win as we head to a national championship game this Monday. January the 10th. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal, very loyal, 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you're already talking about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, music, and endearing and revealing stories about marriage parenting and personal growth and my name is Donna and I'm Caddy's wife um okay so a lot of people have been asking um myself and I know people have reached out to you to say hey what did you guys do about the Dominican about Charlotte we've talked a lot on the podcast about our 15 year old going on this um mission trip to the Dominican Republic with her school and how I was kind of nervous about it and what was going to happen and unfortunately she did not go on the trip Um, and the reason being was a lot of things, but, um, basically what happened was when we set everything up, obviously like nine months ago, Omicron was not raging, especially raging throughout the city um, of Atlanta. So they did go on with the trip, but for us, there were just too many variables. And, um, the first being that they had to go and pass a, you know, a negative COVID test, which if she had not passed, it would have knocked her out immediately. But beyond that, once they got over there, they had to then take another test um, before they could start their work, their mission trip work. And if she had tested negative once she got to the country, after going through the Atlanta airport, after going through the Miami airport, um, and after being around 30-something kids who had been with their brothers and sisters who were home from college and spending time with everybody for the holidays, then she would have to move immediately to a different side of Um, the lodging, the hotel, and she would not be able to participate in any of the mission trip work. And then that would have triggered one of us having having to fly to the Dominican Dominican during a pandemic, during the, during a pandemic and um, quarantine for 14 days, no matter what's going on over here, the Dominican had a requirement of 14 days. The challenge with that was um, neither you or myself have an active passport because again, when we booked all this nine months ago, one of the her friend that she was traveling with on the trip, her dad, the mom also didn't have an active passport. The dad did. And and we kind of jokingly were like, if you have to go over there, um, which seems crazy now in the time we're in. But there was that period of time where it wasn't raging everywhere. So um, he would then have to pass his covid test to get over there. God forbid he was asymptomatic, as many people are right now. Um, got there, tested, and got popped, there, positive. tested again, 14 days. And then I said to the guy who was running the mission trip, I said, crazy question. If he get, say one of them, Charlotte or her friend tested positive and a parent had to go down there. What if on like the fifth day they tested positive? The parent did because maybe they got it from, you know, one of the kids. I said, are they under that 14? Does the clock reset basically? Yes. And the answer is yes. The clock re- would have reset from when that positive test. So technically... We could have had a child over there for 28 days. Yeah, if not longer. So it just, it was heartbreaking to do this. Um, But she is going to go again. They're going to try to reset everything for the spring. 
Um, and like I said, some some kids went, and then there was they had to be at the airport. They would have had to have been at the airport this morning at like three in the morning, and all this crazy winter weather. It was almost like there was my mom gut telling me, and then there was just like God or someone saying, "Listen, we're going to throw every obstacle in front of you." Um, to keep this from happening. So we just made a really difficult decision. If you're listening on Upload Day, it's Thursday, January the 6th. All right, we're recording this episode. It's unusual, a couple of days in advance. Uh, today's Monday, January the 5th. Not only did we have the wintry weather here in Atlanta this morning, which would have played into delays and cancellations at Hartsfield, there's also hundreds of cancellations with the airlines because of the Omicron uh, covid and an airline people having to to call out because they're positive or they're not feeling well or they're sick. Then you also have, or would have had this morning, holiday travelers. Today, again, we're recording Monday, January the 5th, is, is one of the top five busiest travel days at Hartsfield because you have a mix of business travelers going out for the first time in two weeks, maybe, if not longer. And then you also have um, holiday travelers that have waited by strategically until today to to fly out for whatever reason, hoping maybe that there would be less people there, which is never the case on the Monday after New Year's. So well, and there's also so many cancellations. There's flight cancellations right, because, because they're not able to find crew because of COVID. And, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying like everything in general, like everything, like, and then there were weather cancellations. Forget the, I didn't mean like the crew cancellation, but I mean, there's weather cancellations going from one place to another. There were just so many factors that kept being put up that it was just like, if these kids even got to the Dominican, it would be amazing. But then what happens when they're over there? So um, sometimes I think in life, you just have to follow your gut, especially as a parent. And when when she originally wanted to do this, I was so proud of her and happy. And of course, you're nervous as a parent because you're sending them to a different country. But as the time moved on and swiftly over the past three weeks, it just became apparent to me that and you that this was probably not the best situation. It wasn't even that short a time I, I felt weird about it for longer than three weeks yeah I just I, I see I haven't because I, I wanted have. to do it and, and well, I, I, need... I wanted all that as well but I just there, there are too many things that could have gone wrong this isn't normal this isn't normal what we're experiencing yeah you know and and to be in the Dominican Republic I mean they share a border with Haiti yeah, but they have a very low. Well, that was the other thing. They have a very low. They play stickball. Okay. The Dominican has a very low. Wait, hang on, hang on. That sounded bad. I don't mean that. With her friend from the Astros that we met after the church concert. Okay. All right. Who drives a lift now in Greenville, South Carolina. Anyway, they have a very low rate of COVID. And that was the other thing is that they were actually, the people who run the mission were afraid that this group of kids because there's two weeks coming of 80 of them we're going to bring because we have such a high rate right now in Atlanta that they were going to bring Omicron to the Dominican Republic. I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be responsible. Talk about like feeling yeah, go down bad. History. Go down the history books and the DR history books. My God, like my child's like typhoid Mary bringing it over. Terrible. So anyway, sometimes you just got to do the right yep. thing as a parent. You God know. is a pilot. God is the pilot there. That's right, Kenny. For about three weeks, I have smelled. And for that same time, about three weeks, I have caused every member of our household to smell. I do the laundry for the most part of the house. Oh, boy. You asked me the other day, um, do we have laundry detergent? I said, yeah, we have plenty of laundry detergent. Why you ask? And you said, well, where is it? And I said, it's right there in that bottle. And you said to me, that's not laundry detergent. That's laundry sanitizer? Yes, sanitizer. Lysol. I, I took a picture of the bottle here. Hang on. Yeah. Um. I've been using that for three weeks as what I thought was like a Tide Pod or, or took the place of a Tide Pod. 
there were already six different chemicals yeah. in the mix Good. at the house. When one load of laundry is done, there's the sprinkle stuff. There's the uh, the Tide Pod, you know, the thing you, that goes in. Then there's the sprinkles. Then there's a softener of some sort. Not a stool softener, but like a um, a, a laundry softener. I don't know how you soften your, la- a your laundry. A fabric softener. That, okay. Because it's and, hard and, water. And now we're putting into the mix a sanitizer. Yeah. When, when this is new because I've been doing laundry for a couple of years now at the house and I've never seen this before. And I thought that you switched brands with the detergent and turns out that's not the case at all. I really haven't, the, our clothes haven't been cleaned for three weeks. Well, okay. This is a really tricky conversation. I'm so glad we're having this because I've been wanting to have this conversation about you. We, oh, right. uh, well, here's the thing. We are so appreciative that you do laundry because I'm not there to do a lot of laundry and somebody has to be at home to keep the laundry moving, especially when you have kids because there's a lot of laundry. However, here we go. You, oh God, I don't know how to say this to you nicely. Here it is. Uh, Lysol, laundry, sanitizer, bleach. I never looked at the label. Yeah. I thought it was just laundry detergent. The reason I had. Kills oh cold and flu viruses. Well. 99.9% of bacteria. Mm-hmm. Crisp linen scent. Well, the reason we had to add that in, I did use it sparingly before, is because you put too many things. You pack, like. If the laundry basket is full to the brim, you put the entire laundry basket into the washing machine. And then what happens is when you put it over into the dryer, mm-hmm. it doesn't get dry. It's so too I much hit, stuff. I hit, I hit cycle again, but dry again. It doesn't. Like I'm using wet towels. You we are ha- hardly I using was. wet towels. And everything smells mildewy and just, it's just like, and I don't know how to say it to you nicely because I don't want this to come across as bitchy because I'm so appreciative of you doing the laundry. Small loads actually save time because you're not running the dryer 5,000 cycles. You just need to cut each load into three and a third. No, That's, I'm not doing okay. that. All right. I'm, I'm not just, doing that. Oh you can go to the laundromat. I'm not doing that. Okay. But then we had to salvage like our... We're not done? Okay. No, we had to salvage our sweaters and stuff because we're like, just All right. hang our sweaters. Don't put them in the dryer. Do not put them in the dryer. We were getting our sweaters back and they're like dog sweaters. They're like tiny. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like... Let me tell you what happens <sighs> when I pull the sweaters, when I cherry pick the sweaters out of the load of, of, of wet clothes before they go in the dryer. They wind up in that sink in the laundry room, in the dirt room. What's it called? The dirt room? Mud room. Where the cat sleeps. The, the orange cat, whose name I can't recall. And so the orange cat makes a bed out of the sweaters, like paws them together, like makes biscuits with the sweaters that, that have just come out of the, the laundry, all right, and and lays in that sink with with but surrounded by like, your sweaters. That's why so, you have to hang them, like where, over where, a chair. Where, Donna? Where, over a, what chair? I, okay. Where? Where does this happen? Here's the thing. You have to go through people's laundry before you wash it. You don't just no, dump no, everything let's stop, in let's there. stop right there, too. Someone said to me, one of the kids said to me, how come when when you fold laundry, you don't turn my shirts? Inside out, okay. right side up. That's up. not my job. That's oh my not God. my job. It's oh my your God. job. When you come, when you bring your dirty clothes down, which they don't even do that, by the way. Oh my God, here we right? go. I go upstairs and get your laundry hamper of dirty clothes. I bring it back downstairs. Whatever way it goes in is the way it's coming back. Okay. All right. All Why right. the question is reversed? Why didn't you give it to me, right side out? Okay, is that okay. not fair? Yes. Okay. Why it's is just, it my job? Oh I'm my doing God. your laundry. Why oh is God. it my job to to 
turn your shirts inside out or yeah, right side out and then fold them and then take them back up to your room. I, well, I think like in the Don't past, in the past, I haven't had the kids do laundry because they would shrink up my stuff and put blue stuff on pink stuff. I think it, it's, I think your standard is just, it's, you're, you're, it's time it's too high. It's time it's because high. they're now even like the person who's doing the laundry. Well, yeah. How about bring again, bring your effing hamper down. How about, okay. that? How about we start with that? How about okay. pick up some cat throw up around the All right, here we Change go. Change a litter box. Angry. Okay. No, it's not that, but. Well, I don't even know where we are in the rush show. But. Okay. Okay. Delete that. Uh, delete that. Delete that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Betty White. Let's talk about Betty White. Just so sad. And it like came out of nowhere. Have you cried about Betty White? Yes. Passing? I mean, it came out of nowhere. Here's what I thought was kind of sweet, though. All the Golden Girls have been reunited in Up heaven. in heaven. I know. It's very sweet. Very sweet. Season 35 of Saturday Night Live, Betty White became the oldest person to ever host the show. And Lorne Michaels had tried to get her for years and years and years, and she finally gave in. My first live sitcom, which was Life of Elizabeth, and of course back then, we didn't want to do it live. We just didn't know how to tape things. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what this show's excuse is. (laughs) I've read that Betty White was the only SNL host to ever get a standing ovation at the after party. And at the party, uh, Betty White ordered a vodka and a hot dog and and, and stayed until the bitter, bitter end. Remember the Snickers uh, Super Bowl commercial? Then there was uh, just, she just was such a kind person. I, I, I always read and heard that about Betty White. And she could go from a great feel good moment to a laugh out loud moment in the snap of a finger. Like this uh, moment from the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Show business and animals. Actually, I may have more than two passions, but that's none of your business. Some of Betty White's funniest moments came on the Golden Girls as Rose Nyland. The ceiling in your room leaking too? No, Dorothy, I just finished milking the cow I keep in my closet. And who could resist a Rose Nyland story about St. Olaf? So one might say you brought Keflerkenerken into the 80s. <laughs> yes, but I'm not one to blow my own Vertuvenflugen. She passed three weeks shy of her 100th birthday. I know. 99 and three quarters, Betty White was when she I wonder if she made a deal on. with God and said, listen, I don't want to be 100. Like, I don't know. She had a great, great quote, too. Um, it says, uh, this was a quote that I pulled. She said, butterflies are like women. We may look pretty and delicate, but baby, we can fly through a hurricane. She was awesome. She was so opinionated and just so funny and like, I don't know, uh, so modern for an older person, you know, like so with it and cool and kind of hip. She was great. Very sad. Very sad. Was that necessary there at the end? What do you mean? Just that losing her. Do we have to? I mean, is that like a final punctuation on like 2021? 2021. Like, come on. John Mayer, pop star John Mayer has is has always loved the Golden Girls. And Friday, he recorded the theme song on an acoustic guitar at his home, at his kitchen table. And he's good friends with, I guess, both Andy uh, Cohen. Cohen and Anderson Cooper, who do the CNN New Year's Eve thing. Which, did you watch Ooh, any of that? I've seen some clips. Wow. I but mean. But you know what to expect, though. Every year, it's going to be crazy like that. But it's unpredictable. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know why CNN allows it to happen. If, if it were on Bravo... 
I think that that would be one thing. But CNN, PT, I want to pull you in. PT is the producer of the My Second Act podcast for the final show today. We haven't revealed that yet. But we have a big uh, goodbye moment for PT who's leaving us towards the end of this episode. Why does CNN, who I would think tries to, and whether or not they do a good job at it is uh, up to an individual, I guess. But they, <laughs> they, they try to present themselves as a worldwide news organization and try to be respected. Why do they allow, and I like Anderson and Andy. We went to go see them. You say in concert when they did that tour? Yeah, it was kind of like yeah, we a speaking to, tour. We yeah. paid $1,000 to go back and say hello to them backstage yes. or some crap. Why does CNN have this programming on New Year's Eve, do you think? Here's the thing CNN doesn't want you to know. They want to be Bravo. They desperately want to be closer to a lifestyle personality. Really? If they could acquire the view and put the view on for three hours a day, they would absolutely do that. No question. They are, they're not a 24-hour news network. They're a network that has news for three hours a day and then talk shows the rest of the time. I'm, as, as you might be able to tell, I'm not a huge fan. What's your go-to cable network? Uh, well, you're going to think I'm a nerd, but I do NPR, NPR and PBS as much as I okay. can. Yeah. PBS, yeah, I mean, PBS news hour. If you <laughs> actually want news is, is what you should watch. PT, PT's full-time real job is in, in politics and always has been. We're going to talk about that later in the episode. And that's why you're, you're, you're yeah, leaving. Don <laughs> Lemon was like, I mean, and he always is like completely sauced, yeah. but I mean, it's just, here's my thing. I love Anderson and Andy sort of. Um, and that whole situation, but it's so silly. The whole night is just so silly and the giggling. It's gotta be like a producer's nightmare, right? I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. It's like herding cats. Yeah. So John Mayer sends this version of him covering the Golden Girls to Andy and Anderson, and they they played it on CNN on New Year's Put Eve. Put a little tribute to Betty White, and he sent it to us tonight. Take it away, John Mayer, on tour this spring. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant And if you threw a party And invited everyone you knew You would see the biggest gift would be for me And the card what would, it say? would say Thank, Thank you, you for being a friend. friend Betty White, 99 years old So sad I thought he did a great job with that I mean, how hard yeah. is it to cover? I mean, I couldn't do it, but to hear, I, 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 I thought know. it was great. Because that's something that we don't see and hear anymore, are theme songs to TV shows. I know. In the yeah. 80s, in the 90s. But that's just a great song. Even in the early 2000s. You know, think of the TV show themes. I know. Uh, that, that were so much a part of your life, friends. And yes. think of the TV show or the TV show theme songs that went on to become number one hits on the radio. I know. Like uh, Axel Foley and um, what was the... the, the oh, uh, um... Whatever that. With Eddie Murphy and no, that one. That was a movie. Yeah, okay. Well, that's maybe yeah. not the best example, but there were examples. But even like Miami Vice and all the songs, because remember they had all this like Smuggler's Blues and all that stuff in there from like Don Henley. And the all right, Eagles. here's one. Uh, the theme song to Hill Street Blues by yes. Black Post. Yes, 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 dun, dun, yes, yes. Dun, went on to become a number one hit LA on, on AC Radio, uh, yeah. adult contemporary radio. I know. You don't hear them or see them anymore because the writers want every single minute of TV of the episode to be able to develop plot and character development. Stuff maybe like we that. need a theme song. Work on that. Okay. In your spare time. Between doing loads of uh, between doing loads of laundry. Okay. Betty White, uh, People Magazine put out this uh, two days before she passed. <laughs> People Magazine had on end caps, had in stores, a cover celebrating her life and 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 boasting that Betty White's about to turn one hundred years old. Oh. And and then she died. 
it's tough to recall millions and millions of magazines from grocery stores and mm. uh, bodegas in New York City and places like that. So, so what do they do? Just uh, sort of change I, listen, the... I would grab one if you can. I would maybe collectors, not, not maybe not a collector's item. I don't think you're going to make any money off it in your life. But if you're a pop culture fan, you would maybe want this issue. Like if the cover says she's a hundred, maybe they could like just put a sticker on that says she almost <laughs> made it, or you know what I mean, like two. Like they do on the app and newspaper sometimes, yeah. you know, you pay for that sticker that you get on the yeah. front. Yeah, and you could sell that sticker to someone, like, I don't know, prune juice or something. You All know right. what I mean? Just to have- cause Big the, pharma, something. You yeah, know, some, some, something. Some liver medication or something. Something, yeah. What is wrong with us? A lot. Oh. Not, enough, not enough time in the world. Dinner Affair is ready for you in 2022. That is the year that we are in, 2022. And uh, take back your time with Dinner Affair, 15 brand new delicious menu. Uh, dinners are posted at dinneraffair.com every single month, and you go in as a customer, and you choose the ones that you want, that, that you find appealing. Then they're delivered to your front door for free in Atlanta. They ship anywhere in America. You unwrap the dinner package you want to prepare for that night. You find your protein and every single ingredient, Donna, that you need to create in three, four steps in 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes, most of them, for dinner for your family around the table. All right? Take your time back. Yeah, so the holidays are done. You've been like rolling on this. I know we have on this like continuous continuum of pizza and eating out. I mean, if we eat any more pizza, we're going to turn into a slice of pizza. So it is time to kind of get everything back in order. And also, if you're living in one of these cities like we are where, um, you know, your kids are going back virtually, then... Mm they're going to be there all day. They're going to be eating breakfast, lunch, and then you're like, oh my God, I got to feed them again for dinner. So you got to have something set up so that you're not eating out all day. They're not door dashing food to your house. Random people just show up. Have Are you, you seeing that too? Yes. Like on your porch, you're like, who is this man with a bag from Five Guys? It's like, oh, well, we door dash food. So you got to get organized here and Dinner Affair can do that. And the best part is you can save $30 um, promo code is still cat 2021 even though it's 2022 yeah we're going to get you use it while you can use it use it use it yeah i'm sure there'll be a new one but while you can use it use it for that 30 dollars off because that's going to save you a ton of money um you're talking about having dinners for your family for less than honestly like five dollars a meal you had a fall in the past couple of days and last night you say to me go get me a dinner fare meal please now like, what the hell does donna want a dinner because they come packaged in butcher paper butcher paper and they're frozen when they come to your house um I mean, what is not a one? You, you rested it under your boob. You had like a chicken cordon bleu as an, an ice pack last night. I guess you fell yes. and hurt your breast. I, okay. I guess they could double as that. Yes. Okay. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. Caddy2021 is the promo code. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Locally owned small business with no supply chain challenges. They have inventory, whether it's your kitchen, whether it's your living room, whether it's a dorm room or an off campus apartment coming up. If the kids aren't coming home, if you go to a liberal school, listen, they're coming home. If, if ah. Is this on? I'm sorry. Your kids are coming home to do virtual learning if uh, you go to uh, Agnes Scott. Oh, my gosh. Huh? Okay. How did they get pulled they're into dinner already. affair? They're Morehouse, you know, Emory. They're back already, probably. Uh, if you need furniture for anything, we, you know, we talked in a recent episode about the uh, Painted Horse Wine Bar in Alpharetta opening up and them needing to, to have furniture and couches and Tables and things in their business. If you need things for your business, gallery furniture, uh, ask for Donna. Donna's there nearly every day, 1600 Browns per drug, Gainesville. You find it, she'll put it on your Ford Escort and you take it home that day. Not going to happen at other big box retailers that try to sell you furniture. Gallery furniture, 
At, can you stretch? If you don't, that's my stretch signal, Donna. A lot going on over here on this side of the table. I, it must be nice to, yeah. Can, can you stretch, please, while I find my next clip? Yes. Jesus. Yes. Do you want me to clog? What do you do want whatever. me to do? Do whatever. Talk about Donna. Do something. Well, I love Donna. And here's the thing. Donna went up to, uh, she made her annual tri to trip to Cherokee. And I don't know, how much, I haven't heard yet how much money she won. She always, when she goes up, she wins a ton of money. But here's the good news. She is always ready to save you money. On furniture and yes these supply chain issues are continuing it's like the word of 2021 that everybody now like when you bring it up people are like oh they roll their eyes it's kind of like pandemic was before um, with supply chain but it's just not going anywhere because it's really hard for people to catch up and that's the thing you have to remember you have all of these people who ordered furniture last year who were guaranteed that their furniture was going to get there now they're trying to fulfill those orders guess what sucker yeah. So, I mean, if you're in the new queue for orders, you've got to get behind all those people that are waiting on their furniture from last year. So don't do it to yourself. Even if they say, no, 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 everything's everything's changed. Everything's good. Um, everything's back on. It's not. It is not back on. So go somewhere where you can actually see the furniture. If you want, you can take it with you that day. And if you want, you can also order it. But Correct. here's the thing. Donna's going to be, she's going to be brutally honest with you. And I've, I've seen her or her with customers that come in and they're, you know, they look at, they have a huge like kiosk in the front where you can search for thousands of, of things for your home furniture wise. And if someone says to Donna, we, we'd like to order this. If she knows it's going to be months, if not years before it gets her, she tells you, listen, you don't want that. I can't get that for you. Yeah. It's going to take, a here's while. an, here's an alternative. Yeah. Or how about this? I have in the showroom floor, take it home today. Yeah, at least you have choices and you know what you're dealing with. You're not going to get hit with any surprises where you're waiting on your furniture and they've told you it's going to be here and they've told you it's going to be here and it's not coming. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Hashtag ask for the Wolfman. Hashtag ask for Donna. We thank Donna and Gallery Furniture for their support of the Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast, along with Dinner Affair. Ford and Fayetteville Ford, built Ford Tough, Brightmore Healthcare. And uh, when you travel Atlanta-based uh, Delta and Delta Airlines or Hometown Airline, check out the Spotify Hype Song playlists as you fly the friendly skies. And Donna, what are you adding? I am adding the Almond Brothers. Okay, I love it, love it, love it. Um, so I don't know, if, do we have a lot of Almond Brothers on there? Huh? Do we have a lot of? Um, I know we have Melissa on there, but I don't Who's know. Who's Melissa? We, Etheridge? No, the Almond Brothers song. Oh, Melissa, Melissa. sweet Melissa. Yeah, and actually, that's what I was going to add. So I'm going to switch it up here. I am going to oh. add the Marshall Tucker Band, which I don't think we have any. Heard of. it in a love song? Nope. I'm going <sighs> to do Can't You See. I do love the other one. Heard it in a love song. Kind of has to be one or the other, right? Yeah, yeah I think like, well, no, because they've got a ton of stuff. Do they? Yeah. Name another. Name a third. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. I'll yes, think of something. Yeah, anyway. Um, so that's what I'm adding. Marshall Tucker Band, Can't You See. You know, I just get into these like, uh, I talk about this all the time, but I think I'm really a child of the 70s with my flare-legged jeans and my... My love what for the seventies. What was that? Uh, that song that you music? added two episodes? Yeah, two episodes ago. The um from from Sex in the City, that hippie trippy song. It wasn't hippie from, uh, trippy. From the guy that sings Todd Life Rundgren. is a Highway. Todd Rundgren. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't hippie trippy. All right, what do you got? I forgot. Oh Lord, Donna Summer. What are you going to add? Oh wow, no. PM Dawn. Um, what was the song? I, I I discovered it. I rediscovered it the other day. Um, what? Set adrift my memory. <laughs> that one. Okay, well, what's the song? Well, they only had one, right? PM Dawn. Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. Yes, that one. I heard that one on TikTok. Too. Wow. That's a look like you smell some shit right there. Okay. Wow. All Don't right. Worry, you worry about you. You stay in your lane with your playlist. Okay. And it's called what now for 2022? How do people find it? It is called, we're going back to Caddy and Donna because it was Caddy and Donna and then Don and Caddy. Season one, season now two. Now it's Caddy and Donna. Season three. Trace. T-R-E-S. 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 Trace. The Spotify Hypes on Playlist. 
What's wrong with PM Dawn? Nothing. Nothing. You wanted to add John Mayer, the, 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 not even John's version. You wanted to add the studio version, if there is even a thing, to of the Golden Girls theme song. I know I love that song. All right. If you're just discovering right now, literally with this episode of the Cadillac Check My Second Night podcast, welcome. I encourage you to go back at least one, at least one, because you'll be exposed to really what the podcast is all about. We last episode featured the most downloaded episodes of 2021. Morgan Wallen, uh, Come to Jesus with Morgan Wallen was that particular episode. 45 seconds here. Listen to this. For some, what was caught on tape crossed a line. This incident highlighted racial disparities within the industry. Mickey Guyton is the first black female country singer to be nominated for a Grammy for her song, Black Like Me. At the time, she tweeted, when I read comments saying that this is not who we are, I laugh because this is exactly who country music is. I question on a daily basis as to why I continue to fight to be in an industry that seems to hate me so much. Well, there were things I'd forgotten about the whole Morgan Wallen. You know, it was a cycle that went on for uh, for, for a year. A while. You know, it's still kind of, you could argue it's still going on now. I'd forgotten about that tweet from Mickey Guyton, basically saying country radio, country music fans are, are racist. Exactly. Yeah. And why am I still here? I have that same question, Mickey Guyton. Wait, what? I have that same. Why are you still here? Oh, okay. Come on. Did you, what was the episode, the bonus episode after the CMA Awards? Go back. If you're new to the podcast, go back. Check that one out from November. The conversation we had was this. Do you think that she knows that she is being taken advantage of and that she's being used by country radio and by her, her record label? But I would also say you always have a choice. Like if you're if you genuinely like it depends, like is she trying to work in the industry to change those? what she calls stereotypes or if you genuinely feel like right, right, the yeah. industry that you're working in is that racist i mean i guess she doesn't have a choice because she's an artist but you could go be an artist in another format like why would you continue to work if in, you hate it so much in as an you said industry in a tweet, where you feel like all of the people are you. yeah who I, I hate you and, I, not we but you said in your tweet that the country radio i don't believe that country music yeah i don't believe i that. don't either you know so all right we say farewell to Preston Thompson oh. with this episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. As if it wasn't bad enough losing Betty White. Now we're losing Preston. <laughs> Dan dying. Reeves and John Madden. I mean, my gosh. We learned last episode that the date that you started would have been because it was the, the Jeff Bezos episode, which was the third most downloaded episode for 2021, July of, mm. of, of, of 2021. I have always shied away from having people in the studio when I work, whether it was radio, whether it's podcasting, even now as I've re-entered the radio avenue at the Bear 92.5 here in Atlanta, country station, doing afternoons. I always felt as if I couldn't be myself when there were interns in the studio or when somebody's friend of a friend of a friend's cousin came in, they just want to come in and watch. It's like you're a zoo, like an animal. An animal zoo, Atlanta, zoo yeah. You know, it's, you know, do your thing, do your thing. You know, what's my thing? I also have a lot of ticks and, and, and people in radio have ticks because you're keeping time. Um, you're, you're processing what's coming up next, what you're about to say. I use my hands a lot. As, as I say this right now, I'm, I'm using my hands in every word that I say. I, I always direct a choir when I'm in radio and I'm standing up. I talk You've with my hands. You've always been that way. Yeah. And so people would go by the studio window and see me just in there, think I'm preaching or whatever. And it was embarrassing to me and I got a complex about it. And so I kind of had a, 
I just have never been a fan of visitors or it takes me a while to warm to someone where I feel comfortable in the studio that I can be myself with all of my mess, my crazy, the crazy mess that I am. I can be myself. It takes a while for me to get there. When we started the podcast, Donna, uh, we're now starting our third year. Hans Appen was the, the producer of the podcast. And we, we had Hans. He, he gave up on us um, after about six months. He said, listen, well, I can't do he this. He had anymore. a big job. Although I think probably some of your comments uh, probably just so. probably sent so. the man over the edge. So then we had Carl. Carl Appen step in as producer. Hans's younger brother with the Appen Podcast Network and Appen Media. Carl got a big time promotion and some business cards and a corner office. And, and so Carl, who, who still in his mind retains the title executive producer. Meh. Carl moves on and he says, listen, and I think I'd met you one time before PT here at, for something. Carl says, listen, I, I want PT to come in. Or I gave you that nickname, Preston. I want Preston to come in and just uh, watch. Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Caddy, do your thing. Um, and you came in and um, it, you were probably the one person in 25 years, 26 years now, broadcasting, podcasting, radio, whatever, that I, that I warmed to the fastest. Oh, this makes me sad. It's so sweet. No, but it's true. It's true because um, you you came in. You're you're much younger. You you have um, you you were. I think it's fair to say you were green a little bit, but you had just wide eyes and you asked questions and you. but he had also done his own podcast sure. too. So I think that was part of it. And I will also say like for podcasting, we're in here having very like odd, intimate conversations. Yes. Sometimes about, I mean, you never had these kind of conversations on the radio where you really kind of expose like, this is not an act. I mean, this is how you I'm feel. I'm flawed. I'm the most flawed person you know. Well, not even not that. Not you, I mean, anybody listening. Not even that. But I just mean like sometimes the things you say where people are like, what? It is how you feel. You're not saying it no. for shock value. But imagine hearing that live in the moment in a studio. And it can be shocking to, to some people. I yeah. Guess. Well, also people who don't always know all of your background and some of the things, you know, that that you've been through and stuff. And, and we've talked a lot about like mental health and addiction and all that stuff, very personal topics. So I'm very sad. I'm starting to wonder if we're difficult, like you and I. Like in the eyes of the app and podcast network? Yes, because we- I had a meeting before we came in here to record these episodes. Did they Carl. say we were? Uh, not in so many words. Yeah. Was it alluded to? I'm going to reserve comment until the next meeting. Okay, got it. Okay. But I think that's the case. I think maybe we're difficult. We're a lot. We are we're a lot. lot. But PT, yeah. we've always said from the beginning, uh, PT has a full-time gig. He works under the Gold Dome, downtown Atlanta. A he, big he, job. He, he runs in politics. PT's always done politics. He's a very, very, poli- not not necessarily a very political person, but, well, I mean, you are, I guess, but that's your job. Mm-hmm. You this know, was like a Conway step down scenes. for him. Oh, are you kidding? Oh. Well, this is a side gig. And, and yeah. we'll ever, I don't even and know. we don't even know if he gets paid. I, I don't know that. I don't know if we're getting a replacement. I don't know if we I don't. have to learn all this shit. I don't know what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. The podcast is going to continue, but without PT. And we, right. we want you to know yes. that we truly, 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 uh, appreciate your willingness to to do everything that you've done for the past six seven months with this podcast. And there's a lot of back end stuff that's done with podcasting. Yes. It's very easy to walk in here twice a week, or now we stay at home quite often and just record it at home, uh, and then talk for forty five minutes to an hour, well, and then and say, "Here, here ex- you go, here you go." Also exposes poor man's life. We pulled him in on things where oh. I know he was like, "I have some clips we're going to air." Yeah, in a because I mean, he does have a very important job. There are his parents. I mean, we're asking this man crazy questions and pulling him in when he's like, "Wait, whoa, don't pull me in." Then, so we appreciate all of your transparency and we love you, PT. So and he gave such great advice. We may still have to pull in his segment, like maybe every now and then he could record it from like his phone or something on um, Dear Preston because people love that.
here's the thing about the Consumer Electronics Show. It goes in Vegas and it runs congruent or it used to with the porn show, the porn star show. Yes. yes. Not okay, that you, I'm do, not saying you, I, 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 I just know he knows. How do either, how do, how do either of you know this? You I never have not attended. been to either of these events. Yes. I don't think I've ever wanted to be heard more on the show when I say <laughs> I have not. 2006 <laughs> porn convention. Yeah. On PT's badge. says VIPs. Got yeah. like gold stars and things. CES starts, uh, started yesterday, if you're listening on Upload Day, in, in, in Vegas. He made up a company to get there. Yeah. So what are you getting ready to do? Explain to everybody what you're getting ready to do. Well, I've, I've taken on a new role that will greatly limit my time both professionally and personally so i I have to unfortunately step away but i want to i want to first say that it's very surreal having worked with you guys for a little while now when growing up my the knob on my dad's car was glued to the radio station that shall not be named that you were formerly a part of and and knowing that i just kind of whether I was always paying attention or not. You were just kind of the background voice to my trips to and from school. It's kind of surreal just like walking in and be like, oh, you're a real life human being that has a very entertaining and funny and heartwarming show to listen to. And you have just been so remarkably kind. So I want to say thank you for that. It's been it's been very strange. And you have lifelong listeners and my parents now, um, even though I will leave the show because they started listening for me and then they realized you were funnier. So they're going to stick around. Donna had that same problem too. I, I'm, I, I know. I'm like shocked. <laughs> most most people that I, I, that I hang with, that I run in circles with have that problem we too just, because I'm yeah. the funniest guy in the room. I know. And we just somehow ended up staying. Um, I like, it surprised me about his parents because I think they'd be like, my God, this is so dirty and strange. Podcasting though allows you to be your true self. And so you're dirty and strange. In real life? Uh-huh. All right, Donna, you've been married to me 17 years. I'm a mess. Of course I yes, am. Yes, okay. I'm dirty. Yes, I'm yes, filthy yes. dirty. Oh, my God. Okay. And so, you know, in radio, especially at, at the former station, and thank you very much for, and you told me that one time before, but hearing that from people, and I, I hear it every now and then, not often, but um, it dates me, certainly makes me old, but that's okay. <laughs> because that means a lot that, 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 you know, when someone says to me, I grew up listening to you, that's, a, that's the ultimate compliment you can get from someone. Uh, especially then if they're listening now with their kids, you know, is oh, yeah. you can, yeah, I've been able, you know, I've been in the same market for my entire life for 25, 26 years and I'm hitting different generations. Um, in, in radio, especially the former station, when I was in a, in, in you know, it, it kicks, it was so sanitized. It was so, there were so many rules. There were so many restrictions. You can't do this. You can't talk about that. You can't talk more than 90 seconds. So when we came in here two years ago uh, to the podcasting world, it was such a breath of fresh air. It was so relieving to be able to have long form conversations about topics that you really, really feel strongly about, whether it's parenting, whether it's personal growth, whether it's addiction, whether it's sexuality, whatever it may be. Plus then we have the pop culture. We have the trends. We have all that, you know, all the different topics. You're never going to tune into this podcast and hear one subject, one topic with the exception, maybe of after a country music award show, because we'll never forget that both Don and I worked at, at, at country radio stations in Atlanta for 50 years combined. That's that was our lives, you know. Um, we're never going to abandon country music. This will always be a podcast that has an element of country music to it every single episode. But we were able to expand, talk about religion, talk about politics, talk about you know. I don't know that people ever knew listening to me for twenty four years, twenty five years, and I'm a, I've always been pretty much a diehard Republican. I, I've never, um, I, I've always been red, you know. Um, but we're able to have those conversations in long form conversations, and it's just uh, it's different now. At the Bear 92.5, where I am now, and been for three months, they've been very clear with me from the get-go. Be you. Have fun. 
be you, do what you want to do. Play If you want to play two records an hour, play two records an hour. We don't care. We're just glad you're here. And so to get that kind of direction from someone, you know, from a radio station, um, it, it's fun to do that. But podcasting will always be dirty and filthy, uh, taboo. Does it have but, to be? There, I mean, there are plenty of people doing podcasts telling you how to like plug in an aux cord. That's, I mean, you're like, not at the right place. Then you're, okay. this isn't for you. You should hit. You should. You should eject now. Uh, but but always transparency as well. Good and bad. You know, I say to people, we celebrate our wins and we learn from our losses. But we talk about both. Yeah. Because there's been many failures that we've had. Uh, but but PT has. Um, You've offered up ideas. You, you've even given notes to me. You know, did you ever think about doing this? And I always appreciated that. If it's someone that I, if it's someone that I understand and respect, maybe, is that me? Mm-hmm. You know, for, for Joe Schmo to walk up to me on North Main Street in Alpharetta when I'm having dinner at Holmes to say, you know, I really think you ought to do this. All right, buddy, listen, let's go have you another, you know. Um, but if well, it's someone. Well, my God, well, but I'm you came, open. But you I'm came open. from a podcasting background. You host yes. the Georgia Politics. Is that going to continue? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have time for your own podcast. Oh. oh that was a that was a that <laughs> Well, was a to be trip. fair, it's, I don't setup. have to really prepare for it, right? It's just, it just sort of organically happens as part of my mm-hmm. job. Here's another moment with PT. During the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast. Like the one guy from Full House. Remember him? Dave Coulier? She called him out in a song? Well, that's what that song's about. The one about where... Going down on you in a theater? Okay, no, we didn't have to say that. Is that it, though? Because, oh, my gosh. Well, but come on, that line, when that album came out, and that line was, for, you first heard that song? But is that it? Yes. Are you say, Are you thinking of John Stamos? Pete, I'm hitting pause real quick. There's more. Pete, you, you you just seem so... Dis, you were so disappointed and despondent. Like, I was like, distraught, yeah. Like, he was distraught. He, like, Uncle Joey? I know. Did you hear the inflection in his voice? Yes, he couldn't believe I, it. When I was cutting these these this tape for this episode, I, I listened to that like a hundred times because it was just fun. <laughs> Uncle Joey? <laughs> like you've been arrested? Here we go. No. Dave Coulier is Uncle Joey. Okay, here we go. Atlanta's right there, set. you're hoping Donna's wrong. <laughs> I know. Did you hear that one? You're, ho- <laughs> so you're thinking of John Snabos, I think, yeah. Donna. You know, not, not my guy, not Uncle Joey. And Dave Coulier had one of the most publicized relationships in the 1990s. What? Most famously, it is rumored <laughs> that the singer who was writing her second album, Jagged Little Pill, during the relationship, wrote her smash hit, You Ought to Know, about Coulier. For a while, Coulier was willing to say the song was about him, but more recently, he changed his tune. You hit the highs, you hit the lows. Yeah. You remember that song? The Full House song? That's not the. Fi- it's not the Full House that's, song. That's 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 facts of life. That's right? facts of life. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I, got, I was doing a remix. Yeah. You got one more. You ready? On the ones and the twos. When when you're, you're when you're developing content for radio or podcast, there you have to ask yourself a question: Is it going to play better if this person has no idea, if the mark, so to speak, has no idea what's getting ready to hit them? Mm. All right. Okay. Or Depending on the person, do you prep them and let them know, listen, this is coming down. I'm not going to tell you an awful lot about it, but be prepared. Think about your response. How will you respond to this tomorrow on the radio, on the morning show, or in the afternoon show, or on the podcast? Or do you tell them everything? I chose to never in my career do see. You never tell a mark everything because you do not get a, a mark. Natural, I love it. You don't get a natural reaction. It, it's Then they have time to think about it. They've prepared some... Uh, uh, you know, remarks and things and, and it's almost they come in too polished mm-hmm. i've always leaned towards you don't tell anybody what's coming as is the case with this clip we're going to play for you now with pt on the cadillac jack my second act podcast mr clayton Cloggs. 
Clayton Clogs with the Sassy Stompers clogging team, which was a an arc, a long one, during uh, the podcast a couple of months ago. In next episode, we're gonna we're gonna peel back the curtain and reveal what that crap was all about. With with this particular character, Donna, you have somewhere you need to be. Yes. With this particular character, uh, Mr. Cameron was played by J. Ryan Richardson, who's a great friend of mine and who's an actor. If you listen to Kicks back in the day, he now was you're all, peeling back the. Um, but there's much. Trust me, there's much more coming next episode. But but um, he also played Mr. Christopher David Hayes, who was the choral director for the Johns Creek Couples Course with Tug and his wife Laura. Okay, I've had several people ask me about that. Is that not the same guy? He went from directing a chorus to now he's a clogging national champion. Yes, go with it. Uh, I never knew, even I never knew, what Jay Ryan was bringing with Mr. Cameron. All right, He would simply give me four lines, and I knew that at some point when we were recording, I needed to get him to a point I didn't even know what was coming. I just knew that the get-to line, I knew that he was going to tag you, PT, as having to step in and become a member of the Sassy Stompers clogging team because someone had to dump out because they twisted their ankle or some shit. All right, That's all I knew. You ready? Here we go. I don't know if you know, but we're going to lose one of our beloved members. We're going to be bringing in Preston. I, I got to be honest, I don't have a lot of experience in the world of dance. That's okay, right, Mr. Cameron? That's okay. All of us have to branch out and and explore uh, some new things, experiment. Don't you worry your pretty little self one bit. You're going to have lots of time with Mr. Cameron. We're going to explore your whole deal and everything you've got going on down there. And I'll get with you personally, and I'll be able to reach out to you, and 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 you can reach out to me, and we'll just reach out to each other uh, and Ka- just get this, get some of these lessons scheduled now. Uh, Mr. Cameron, if I may step in here real quick, uh, Preston is sure. a newlywed. He was he was he was just married. How long ago, Preston? PT? Uh, this past June. Just this past June, Mr. Cameron. So I think that we should should you know just I, I think that you should know that. Well, he changed his mind five times. The University of Alabama. He says he's going to change his mind again. <laughs> Mr. Cameron firing on PT. I did know that was one of my four lines in that particular bit that we recorded. I knew that at some point I had to bring Mr. Uh, Jay Ryan around to, um, but hey, Mr. You know, Mr. Cameron, you know, PT's married, and you know, I just want to let you know that I knew something about Alabama was coming because that was in your Plinko statement with the podcast for a while. Was mm-hmm. that you, you or we had had conversations about that? That you were you had five majors at Alabama, right? Yeah. So that was in reference to uh, to that, but I did not give you a heads up about that coming. I also didn't know how deep it was going to get with that. And it got pretty deep, but um, I don't feel bad about it. Just for the record. I'm kidding. No, I, 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 you and I had a conversation afterwards. Cause I said to you, listen, we have a no editing rule for the most part, no edit rule on this podcast. But I said, if you were uncomfortable with that, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> My God. Ryan, it's a bit, come on. I know I was uncomfortable with um, Preston, but I was concerned about you being in politics and, and, and possibly, you know, I don't know. That, that was a concern of mine. You and I had a conversation and ultimately you said, you know what, listen, it's all in fun. And it, it wasn't disrespectful or anything like that, but um, that's all I got. What'd you bring for PT in the form of audio and moments from the <laughs> Cadillac Jack, my second night podcast. Down. I don't have I've been any... editing tape for 24 hours. Straight, the past know. two episodes. I don't have any audio moments. I just, um, I love his viewpoint on life and I have, I've really enjoyed it. I like his perspective on to like just everything that's going on. Like last year was such a political world in general, like forget just basic like politics, the, the literal meaning of it, but just everything that was going on, political correctness. Um, we talked about vaccinations and, and, you know, COVID stuff. And so I just really appreciated all of his 
um, commentary on that because he's so much younger than you and I. My God, we're like two old people sitting here talking about stuff and he's like kind of a breath of fresh air. But I want him to be incredibly successful. We're very proud of him. Um, and he's super smart. And like I said, this was sort of like dumbing himself down to come in here. It was. No, it was. <laughs> it was. And we knew that. You know, we, we always know that that position, that chair is going to evolve it is there's, there's we're gonna have many 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 come into that chair because it's again it's a part-time job we though have a decision we, we make a choice do we want to involve this person do we think that this person has enough personality and can bring a different view a different opinion to the podcast we decide ultimately don and i not ultimately we decide do we pull this person in or not are they worth are they worth it you know, or are they going to have the same opinion as we do? And are they the same demographic? Do they have kids and whatever? PT, we listen, we had many conversations about it and we both agreed we need to bring them in when it makes sense. You know, yeah. whether it's political, whether it's vaccinations, as Donna said, whether it's, uh, you know, we even created segments, Dear Preston and things like that, uh, because we 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 felt that that you brought something to the podcast. Well, it's very kind. I'm going to miss the Dear Preston segment, so I want to come back and, and just Y'all can do that on Zoom or FaceTime yeah. or something. Yeah. No, we'll Even if it's a... just you and I. We'll Yo, go to yeah. lunch. We'll <laughs> have him. We'll, we'll Sit have and smoke him. jack and do yeah. them across just the create. Booth. I'll just create some scenarios. Well, we'll um, we'll have you call in like once a month to do Dear Preston. And he is our favorite. Don't tell Carl and, um, and Hans. Hans, yeah. Hans well, didn't like us. I got to say, I'm very thankful that on the show I go by PT because it means... Later down the line, when I'm, you know, running for office or something, you can, people are less that, likely to find it. It's not your identity. Exactly. It's, I think I, on the SEO terms, if they search my name. Who is, yeah. who, I don't know who PT was. Who is that? We don't yeah, know what you're talking know. about. Uh, what would you say, PT, to the person, if there is one, who, who comes in here next and sits in that chair? Um, what would you tell them about us and the dynamic and being in the studio and what to expect? Well, the listeners don't really get to see a lot of what happens when you guys start talking about your relationship and your marriage. But let's take the last episode we were talking about the laundry. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something. Donna was about to drop some sort of marital bomb on you. And you just look at me. And I would advise that person to just look away. <laughs> and don't don't get in there. No, you, they'll bring you in for something later when it's more appropriate. But just, mm -hmm. I would not. I would not. Um, pick and choose sides in those particular moments. But you know from being in here for, for you know, well over half a year now, you you know that those conversations, they're, they're real. They're genuine. It's oh, not yeah. this, you know, most of the stuff that, that is done during the podcast, a lot of it's not even on the run of show. We have, you just, you, you something hits, something strikes, mm -hmm. and you decide to have a conversation about it. And the laundry thing was, listen, that was a very genuine conversation. Well, yeah. And, well, and remarkably, I will go home, and, and I started doing this originally, where I would text you and be like, hey, do you want me to edit this out? Do you want me to edit this out? Whether it's you guys you know, don't know what segment's next or something no, like that. But, but you, the energy of it is something that I will take away into future projects that I do, that the authenticity lends itself to both like more room for error, where like the listeners expect that things are going to be messy sometimes, and it also it brings people in and engages them in the process, which I think makes them more dedicated listeners, or at least I, I hope that's the case. So I, I'm going to take that forward because I, I think it's been really cool to embrace the easier messy. to not have to edit around some of the messy stuff. Embrace <laughs> you know, your messy. And we said since the beginning, and this is again, we're starting our third year now this week. Uh, we said since the beginning, we're not going to edit out sneezes, coughs, which damn, there've been some coughs I'm in the past sorry. month from this one over here. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to edit that stuff out. It's real. If, if, a, if a phone notification goes off mm -hmm. from somebody, leave it in. It's real. Phone, yeah. People's phones are going off all the time. Embrace your messy. I think that uh, we've asked in, in two years, two full years, uh, 214 episodes. I think that there, there, it's less than a half dozen times that one of us has said, that's got 
to be taken out. Yeah. And you've heard some shit on this podcast mm-hmm. that made it. I mean, imagine the stuff that we're, oh. we, we had a conversation. Ah, we should probably take that out. I mean, that was like some that's some heavy stuff right there for us to say. We need to remove that. And yeah. it's, well, it's I less think than it, a half yeah, it could be something taken the wrong way or something. Yeah. Well, just know that I've got those files. Ah! Okay. Ah, on a hard drive. Ah. Hold them marked, over your head. Marked we're, in case something is to happen to me. We're grateful. We're thankful. We're appreciative. And we wish you all the best. And 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 keep in, we're going to keep in touch. Mm-hmm. But, yes. But, uh, so moving forward, uh, it's uh, Cadillac Jack, my second act. And this will be the last time I do the credits with PT in them. Oh. Maybe we should like create a little, um, what's that? A, like he plays the disc golf. Maybe we create a team. Like we should do a team, you and I. Who, who's I, Who's you? Me and you. And we could like take on Preston, like in his team. All right. Let's work on that. In between your loads of laundry. Yeah. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, this episode of the My Second Act podcast for the final time. Produced by Preston Thompson, host of the Georgia Politics podcast, PT. Um, I think you got one more letter to go. Is also editor of The Letter. It's our e-newsletter component to the podcast. It's a fun four-minute read and delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 910. Uh, we're forever, uh, forever grateful to everything that PT has brought to this podcast in the last few months. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell. And Ingold Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday. And yes, yes. I've thought of the name of our team. I'm sorry. I've thought of the okay. name of our let, team. Let me, let me let's, let's do this real quick. We were having a conversation PT at home last night. And Donna says to me, we're talking about the podcast. And you said, I think we should record a lot of the stuff that doesn't change from week to week. Like, like the credits, for instance. Or the Plinko statements that are the same at every the top of every episode. Yeah. We need to record those. Yeah. And I said, we don't. And here's why. Because I want you listening to this podcast to have no idea that even during the closing freaking credits of the well, podcast, like, with less than 60 <laughs> seconds to go, there could be something that just spurs a, 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 a 10 minute segment. Um, it's not going to be 10 minutes. This is the case here. But you know, I have ADD. So I just thought of this. I've thought of the name of our disc golf team. Okay, right. ready? Disco Inferno. That's pretty good. Okay, yeah. All right. New All right, episodes. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Is that it? New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are so proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. 